Welcome to the Continuous Delivery Podcast. My name is Zarar. I'm Chaba. I'm Hino. And I'm Cheesy. Good, fast, or cheap, you can only have two. Agree or disagree? Um, I think that there's this fake idea that if, if you want to go fast, you can let quality down and you can go faster. And uh, I think that maybe that does work over a very short period of time, like hours, possibly even a day or two. But I find that that, that push uh, and that idea of letting quality down in order to go faster inevitably causes us to go slower as technical debt is built up, as it's harder to make changes going forward. Anyone can deliver a product in a month. That's not what's challenging. It's being able to continue to evolve that product on a regular basis afterwards. That's what's challenging. And um, I, I use a metaphor for that all the time to, to basically explain this. And the metaphor that I'm using is, uh, is a box of Lego. Uh, when, you, when you get a new box of Lego and you try to use the instruction sheet to build, let's say, a crane, it's going to go at a certain pace. And then when you break that Lego piece, that crane uh, apart and, and put all those Lego boxes, all those Lego pieces back in a big curver box together with all the other Lego that you assembled over the years, and you then try to re reassemble that crane, it's going to take you an awful lot longer. And the reason for that is, is because you have to look for all the places, all the, the pieces that you need. The same thing is, is true in, in software engineering. If your application does not contain the quality, if it's not built around a good model, then you'll have to make uh, changes in 5, 10, maybe 15 places in order to get one piece of functionality out. All of that searching, all of that adjusting, all of that changing, all of that testing, that all requires time and it makes you go slower over time. So I totally agree that basically investing in, in quality will, will allow you to go faster over time. Okay, I'll play devil's advocate here. What if the software you are building is not subject to heavy change? And you don't necessarily need to build it in a way which is extremely flexible or requires a lot of change. I had a lot of cases where we thought software wasn't going to change. And so, and yet it does, right? So software is, is by its very nature, needs to change over time, depending on the industry you're in. Uh, it needs to change because maybe the, the business climate has changed. Maybe the business rules have changed. Also, users' tastes or what users expect change over time. So this idea that I'm going to build something but it's never going to change, I, I at least haven't seen that yet. You know, So for me, uh, I always build all of my software like, it's, well, it, it doesn't matter if it's going to change or not. You know, Again, uh, back to the original idea, which is can you trade off speed and quality? Uh, I find that once we go beyond you know, measured in hours, whether that be a day or two, uh, then then all of a sudden, if you don't bake quality in, you don't bake tests in, you don't think about design continuously, then you're going to go slower, you know. And I I just have so many, so many cases uh, where, where that is true. Because of the prevalence or because of the practice of projects in general, there is always this this kind of pressure to to do within this project or do because we got the money now and we have to do this this build this product or 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 some bring something to the market and there's always this oh we are going to fix it later kind of attitude right because we just have to be out we just have to we just have to do this and then the next project comes 
and then the same attitude. Oh, we just have to just just do this change, or we just have to. And, and in a way, uh, and and this is I, I don't know was was the answer. By the way, I think everybody who is involved building software just have to acknowledge the fact that there has to be a continuous investment into those things that doesn't give you directly a client value, but gives you these this this um, intrinsic or this or this implicit value that allows you to change your software based on your based on your needs and demands and and weirdly nobody questions and i know we don't like to compare uh, software development to let's say to the engineering and practices in the in the real world but nobody questions that we put in place safety measures for building a bridge or yet th- this this kind of um, attitude it doesn't exist for software i i think this is kind of like an educational kind of thing we have to educate everyone and the stakeholders and 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 the business and everyone uh to that that these actually have real life consequences we're talking about something else now right because now we're talking about the value of paying attention to quality it's really about does that make you go slower paying attention to quality along the way um i want to come back to uh to, to something that uh, that cheesy said uh, earlier on and saying that i haven't encountered any project yet or any initiative yet, or any piece of software yet that does need to be changed over time. And I would, I would agree with that. However, I have been in situations where there's a conscious choice to go fast, go fast at the expense of quality. And that was a really conscious choice from product person at that moment, because they, they believed that would enable them to show off some features at a, at a, a fair. Uh, where they would demonstrate the software, and they made that choice to to build that functionality faster and to uh, uh, incur some quality issues as a result. But what they also done afterwards, because they realized that that's what they were doing, what they've also done afterwards was they took that time back. They uh, they ensured that those quality issues were resolved, so that they got back to uh, to the level of quality that they were used to and that would allow them to go faster. So I think that those those situations do exist. And there is something that I, else that I want to bring up. When we're talking about it can go faster, uh, over time at least, to uh, deliver with high quality and continuously pay that uh, that attention to uh, to quality, which by the way, one of the, the agile uh, principles, one of the 12, uh, what is it, continuous attention to uh to technical excellence enhances agility. I believe that's what it says. It, that is that is definitely true for people who are familiar with the automated testing, who are familiar with those practices to ensure that uh, your your code is well componentized and so forth. I, I'm not so sure that it's a given for uh, for people who are not familiar with those practices. So yeah, I mean that that it really is the big thing, and and what I find is that so often uh, people who aren't technical product folks. And, and actually, to be quite honest, a lot of technical people as well uh, don't realize that trade-off. They don't realize that, yeah, we're going to go fast. Oh, by the way, we're going to continue to go slow forever until we go back and address this. So I, I was in an interesting conversation today uh, with, with a group that, that uh, a few months ago had to, to make some very, very rapid changes to an area of the app. Uh, that, that they thought was only going to be a one-time thing and a throwaway. It was to like help with uh, some of the, it was like a COVID relief thing from the government. And he thought, this is like a one-time thing. Let's hurry up, do it fast. Let's push it out. And, and we never have to come back and touch it. We're going to be able to shut it down very soon. 
So the quality wasn't there. And so we just learned that we have to go back now, actually make changes to that. And the estimates uh, are coming back really, really large. And their product people are shocked. They're like, what do you mean it's going to take that much time? And it's because that they made the mess the first time. And that, that that's the thing is that as long as people are fully aware that whenever you make that kind of a mess, you will go slow forever, much slower forever until you go back and pay that debt down, until you clean that up. And I don't think that most people realize that. Uh, I had a uh, conversation today with a group of developers and not all developers completely agreed with that idea. I'm going to to admit as a developer that I made mistakes <laughs> when in my in my development years and I will never forget that anytime some parts of an application had some issues it was always the the parts that there were compromises made to to the to that point where we just we just make this compromise just here just because of this reason and was always forgotten and then we went back is oh of course this was the part we made that, that those compromises without exception like, like absolutely without exception it always came back it always bit us in the ass and 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 it it just it's just an awful feeling as a developer right so and it, it's actually quite stressful as well i just wanted to add that from from that perspective and that's really a good point that you bring up java oftentimes the people who are making that conscious decision and maybe not even that conscious is are the developers is the development team it's not necessarily product people in in my understanding or at least in my experience it's not necessarily product people who make that conscious decision to sacrifice quality for speed at that time oftentimes it's made on their behalf without them being aware of it without them being aware of the consequences that might arise as a result of uh, of making that that choice and uh, and that's where uh, where oftentimes the problems come in because if then later like the example that you gave cheesy there is a request for an addition or an additional feature or a change to the, the that feature that touches the same code then suddenly it's the the developers that uh that's like well okay but we can't do it for that fast or well, why is that well it's because we we might not have built it as good as we needed to uh, in the first place but that's ultimately um the ownership of of development in my opinion and, and it should be uh, the delivery team itself that that is owning that quality, that is responsible for that quality for that specific reason. I don't know if it's always a quality versus speed trade-off. I think that might be a false dichotomy a lot of times because any reasonable person wants high quality in their software. I don't think anybody will actively say, no, I don't want high quality software. And as you guys already said, people tend to make decisions in the short term. Like they, they don't look at necessarily the long-term impact of their decisions and are only thinking in the short term. So with that, you will obviously get poor quality software because the long-term thinking isn't there. I think when people are presented with options which will introduce quality into their software and some of the concepts like build quality in are introduced to teams, uh, it requires a change in the way they're used to working. Uh, it may not be the same old process that they've been following for years, and I think the resistance often comes to that. It's against that new thing that's coming in, which is preaching high quality software that people riot against. And they don't want any part of it because it requires them to change the way they have been working and they will opt for the lower quality option. But really what they are really opting for is remaining constant and not wanting to change because 
higher quality software usually results in doing something different than what you're used to. It's interesting. You know, I was just interesting that you brought this up. I was just about to 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 bring the uh, kind of separate a little bit the problem of of the assets development team. Do we have to learn some of these practices, or do we already know about these practices? Because you see about speed and speed and quality. If if as a development team we are not hundred percent familiar with these practices and we have to learn them at the beginning, we are indeed going to be a little bit slower. So that's a little bit of trade off there. But then we're going to learn, and then we're going to, for example, test driven development or other practices. But then what happens uh, if if so? This is kind of the resistance of change, I guess. What you also talking about a little bit. But then what happens to those teams who already worked? in this environment and they know these practices so so where are they in this because in that case i i agree with you there is no uh quality and 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 speed change because they should know better they 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 should be able to build that software with that knowledge i want to challenge challenge you on um on the change story because are they really trading off change or are they trading off change because it 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 takes too long to introduce uh, a feature or functionality that would support that change or that change in process um is are we are we not coming back to the same root cause and that is that if it takes too long and and speed maybe may not be the right word either it's uh, it might just be effort that is involved if it takes too much effort which is automatically associated with the time that it will take to uh, to get this feature out of the door then maybe it's not worth doing it. It's maybe not worth to change the software so we can change that process. So ultimately, it comes back to the effort that is involved in changing the existing software. And that comes back to the quality, the inherent quality that the software is built with, right? So um, I'm not so sure, Zarar, if I I agree with your assessment there um, related to change. Things that improve quality haven't taken too much time for me, to be honest. Yeah, things like automated testing or introducing another step in the pipeline that does security scans or something like that are not massive efforts. We don't measure those in months or weeks. We measure them often in in a few days. Now, it's a different story if your organization doesn't even have the infrastructure to do some of those things. That's I I can appreciate that. But for the most part, if you want to introduce a technical process or do some refactoring or or improve your test coverage, those are not massive, massive efforts. Uh, The issue is that people aren't used to thinking that way. People don't think quality first. They usually think feature first. And that mindset shift from feature first to quality first is a a big one to make. And it's often difficult because it requires you to change a way you have been taught to think or you've been used to thinking. So I, I can see why there's resistance to that. No, I just wanted to say that this is this is all about habits. Right, and then changing those habits are actually probably the, the most difficult ones, and that's what I meant by by uh, going a bit slower or, or or having some some learning curve at the beginning, because that that learning curve involves changing some habits. If if people or teams are w- are willing to to undertake that in the first place, that's all that I was what I, I was just referring to more about the speed versus versus quality. Yeah. I, I think I think both Zorar and, and, and Chaba are, are bringing out good points. So uh, and Chaba's taking more of the idea of, of the new team and, and which is that, you know, whenever a lot of people say, oh, this is taking too long, it's because 
they're, they're trying to learn something brand new at the same time. They're trying to learn how to do TDD or they're trying to learn how to, you know, do X, whatever it might be. And so clearly the, that that's slanted data. You know, we're talking about teams that do this, teams that know how to do this, mature teams, you know, uh, but, but it brings up a, another interesting tangential topic related to this, which is teams that are new to this and teams that are going down to it, uh, trying to drive toward continuous deployment. The expectation has to be set way up front with the product people that things are going to move considerably slower for a period of time because there's going to be a lot of change, both on the product side and there's going to be a lot of change on the development side. But getting back to the original question, though, I, again, have not seen cases where uh, we can say that I want to let quality lower, let quality down so that I can go faster. Now, it's something that I hear talked about a lot, and every time teams decide to do that, it backfires. So, again, that, that, that I, I just think that quality needs to be first. So back to what was talked about is quality first or is value for delivering value first. I think if you put quality first, then value follows. And that concludes this edition of the Continuous Delivery Podcast. Goodbye.